0: This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And, of course, we're also brought to you by our own tailor made 2 Stealth giveaway. Uh, listen, it's a, all you got to do is head over to com slash driver to enter today before the big drawing on April 8th. And we're also brought to you by Baseball Money is Fake, our baseball Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Join Blake and Ryan three times a week to get all the player breakdowns and statistical data you need to dominate. All right, welcome back, D-Gens. It's the Masters Week, baby. Let's go. It's DFS. We got our boy Ryan Baroff on and the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Ryan, I know you're pumped for this week, man. You ready? Yes, sir. Masters Week. It feels like
1: it's been, what, nine months, eight months since a major? Let's go, man. Let's go.
2: I mean, the PGA tour probably take exception to that because of the players championship. They're always trying to make that, uh, the, the fifth major, but yes, it, it definitely feels like we talked about this last night, how, uh, I have a little more excitement. I think, uh, you know, you know, more than I felt that, you know, so far this year, cause we got the live guys coming back. Uh, you know, we haven't seen them since, um, you know, the open championship with the, you know, the right of PGA tour stars, uh, it'll be very interesting to see, uh, how it goes this week. So we talked a little bit last night about, you know, kind of what our expectations are for the live guys. Um, you know, but for DFS though, I mean, I I think for outrights, I think the general consensus, they probably, these guys probably don't really have much of a shot, but for DFS though, um, you know, probably you're going to get a little bit of leverage on some of these guys. So I guess, uh, how do you feel about that? You know, are you going to see yourself probably using, um, you know, a few live guys, if, uh, the opportunity strikes?
1: Yes. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I don't think it's going to be Brooks necessarily, you know, just because he's sort of getting the steam. Um, here from the win, but um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple, you know, I mean, I think we can start with Dustin Johnson, just, you know, a guy who obviously plays this course very well. And I think he's probably the most glaring underprice of all the live guys. I think everyone came in about where I thought they'd be, except he's, you know, six, seven, eight hundred $800 cheaper than I would have expected. So he'd be the one that I'm looking at. And then um, I think Mito, you know, I bet him last week, he was close. He was playing pretty well. And just seems also like he's the one guy who's, Probably not going to be too highly owned and in a fairly uh nice price range there with not a lot of good options around him.
0: So, yeah. So, I mean, he's a debut right? He hasn't played here before. So, I don't know. Like, I love I, I think DJ, especially, I think his outright numbers fucking silly, too. If you think about it, like 28 to 1, fucking, it's going to drift past 30. Yeah. yeah I, it's, it'll be hard not to pull the trigger on that. But, I mean, you poo-pooed the lineup I, I sent you last night. I had two <laughs> live players there. Uh, but we can get to yeah. those dumpster dives in a little bit. But they got good course history, um, I, but sure. the problem is I have no idea what the fuck they're doing. I know Schwarzel's actually playing well on live. Kevin not, is not, uh, but they certainly leave for flexibility uh, yeah. to be able to you know stuff two 10 guy, 10K guys in if you want.
2: Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, you can just see, like, overall what these guys have been doing on Live. Like, I mean, it was just like, you know, Mito. I agree, Mino's been playing very well, uh, not just on Live, but, uh, you know, the Saudi internationally played very well. I think he played the Dunlop Phoenix Open back in December. And just the yeah. issue of, you know, all these PGC work guys, you know, they play a lot of tougher golf courses, a little better competition. You know, these guys, I mean, you know, Dustin Johnson's played nine competitive rounds this year. You know, Cam Smith's played about 14 competitive rounds. So, you know, it's, it's, going to come down to basically all right is a little bit of muscle memory coming back to augusta a place they know very well or is it going to be a little bit of you know like uh you know get a bucket of cold water thrown on them so <laughs> so we'll see and speaking of uh cold water, cold water uh, exactly. we got a lot of cold water i think in the forecast so uh yeah. you know I, I i went on a little uh um uh, a uh a little rant last night about the weather how it impacts uh uh, different things about Augusta national and obviously weather is a big factor with putting together your DFS lineup. So, I mean, right now it seems like this is a giant mess as far as how things are going to go every single day between, you know, threat of thunderstorms Saturday, looks like a washout. Uh, do you have any initial uh, thoughts about the weather? Are you going to try maybe stack or at this point, just based on the threat of the thunderstorms, you're kind of just like caution to the wind and see what happens.
1: You want to take that one, Capper? No, we're asking you, man. I had my thoughts already. (laughs) (laughs) So I think the first thing I'll say, right, is is I don't make any decisions this early in the week, right? Even if we had a forecast that was, you know, a little bit more predictable, I think, you know, uh, there's a lot of time that can go by. Yep. What I will say is when the weather gets bad here, uh, number one, I think it just – Adds more for the guys who hit it a long way, right? I'm going to uh, sort of bump distance a little bit more. Um, easier to hit fairways. The ball is going to stick on the greens, right? Probably going to be a lot more birdies like we saw when uh, Dustin Johnson won here. I think I'm also going to weigh on course experience a little more, and not necessarily course history, but just the guys that have played this course a lot in a lot of different conditions. Um, okay. Now, I don't have everything up in front of me now, but I think uh, back in 16 and 17 were really the last – couple of years where it was wet and the weather wasn't good uh, we had win last year obviously but I'll look back at 16 and 17 a little bit um yeah. I think the only thing that I'll say there is you know there's a lot of guys who are just a lot better back then like yeah Rose and Jason Day were great back then well like yeah they were like numbers one and two in the world back then so you got to be careful there but I think um guys who played this course a lot will have an advantage if it gets difficult
0: do you see that video Rose released today uh, break it down as Greens Book. I got through like twenty <laughs> seconds of it, and I was like, "I'm not doing this." He,
1: he, he started. He started to aim point like on the video. On the video, like, that's what out, I was going to say. Out, he's like, it's, out. Yeah. "It's
0: three fingers." Oh, so I need to start at six feet out to the right. I'm like, "Dude, let's." Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I like Rose this week. I like Rose a lot this week. I think. I, I think like, he's going to catch
1: out. some steam. Like I don't, yeah. I don't hate him either. Um, but if he's going to be, you know, twelve, fifteen percent, I just feel like you know, there's a lot of other guys there who I like as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Something. I mean, looking at initial ownership, it seems like uh, a lot, like, especially, I think, everything above, like, $8,000 or so, yeah. um, pretty spread out. It seems like any leverage plays you're going to do is under, uh, you know, 8000 this week. So, uh, you know, so the first half of the show might just be about just kind of picking about who, you, you know, who you like. And then, you know, maybe we'll go into a little bit of pivot plays, uh, you know, a little later in the show once we get a yeah. little cheaper pricing. So uh, why don't we take our first break? And then uh, why don't we go right to
0: the top and uh, break down the big three? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, we're also brought to you guys by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog Fantasy has your favorite NBA, NHL, and MLB daily games. Plus, they're already doing best ball drafts uh, for the 2023 NFL season. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Yeah, we can also talk about, like, what we think, what we think, like, the most common construction is going to be right. I mean, is it going to is it just going to go ten nine, and or are, do you think people are going to try to jam two ten k guys in? Like I, I bet, I bet you it goes like Rory, Spieth, and then pick your poison in the eights. And like, I bet you like under 7,400 probably doesn't get touched in a lot of fucking, in a lot of lineups, especially. Yeah,
1: like, I don't think be. so. There's not any uh, really inexpensive free squares. Like, I mean, usually there's a guy at like 6,800, right. Yep. Who everybody flocks to. And I, I think probably this week it's going to be Corey Connors, obviously, but yep. he's in the mid seven. Like, yes, he's a free square, but um yeah, like I don't think many lineups are going to drop below seven though.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that, and, and this, it's so funny, man. Like last year, I think I learned my lesson. Like just trying to get cute for the sake of fucking being cute, and and putting guys in, and like the chalk hits here, like constantly. Like it always, yeah. it always does well here. Like you have to make different somewhere else, but like don't not play Corey Connors just because he's high up because he's a top ten machine here. Like it's fucking insane. Like, he also reason, might have won last week. So, yeah, he might have, he might have actually done that. Like, it was funny. I was looking at, I looked at the the ownership projections, and I was like, yeah. "There's no way he's gonna be this low. He's still sitting at, like fifteen percent." I was like, "This guy's gonna be twenty five percent plus all day." No, yeah, I mean, in
1: the big mega milli maker stuff, uh, like the high stakes, he may push forty five. Honestly, <laughs> like I would yeah. not
0: be surprised. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about? So, all right. So, we'll, we'll so for the high. I stake stuff in the, in the, with the big three, You Mm -hmm. think it's going to be spread out pretty even. You think it's going to, it's going to go to one guy.
1: Yeah. You know, and I think um, it normally follows the trends of, of sort of how they're playing. Like, not that that's the be all end all, but like you see these ebbs and flows with guys like right now, Rom is down a little bit, right? Just, he had, he had to withdraw from players didn't play so well last time out. So I think he's going to be the lowest probably, probably by a fairly significant margin. Yeah. Um and I think again the high stakes players tend to gravitate towards Rory. It's it's just the way that they go and he's $500 cheaper than Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. So I'm going to say Rory 1, Scheffler 2, Gap Rom 3. Okay.
0: okay. Yeah. So who do you like up here like so if I he, like the, So not I like the all. I mean Honestly. I don't know
1: what I mean there's really no holes you can poke in them other than you know for Scotty Scheffler I think um you know he's got the letdown factor after last year. Got a lot more responsibilities this year with the champion's dinner, a lot more fanfare. And, you know, historically, the defending champions have not done very well here. Yeah. So I think, you know, if I'm just nitpicking, he's going to be out there. My only bet so far is Rom, And I, you know, I think I'm going to stick with that. Um, I think we talked about this last time, but, you know, I would be shocked if Rom ended his career with zero masters. And I would not be shocked yeah. if Rory had zero masters. So
0: um, I'm leaning Rom a little bit over Rory right now. Yeah, Rory's terrifying to me, especially <laughs> watching. Like he just is. Like I so I like I don't like Rory. Like I I only bet him when it's like a like a mm-hmm. slap me in the face scenario. Like I try to avoid him. Like he backdoors. Like he he's never really been in contention since what? Like what was like almost like 10 years. Like I know he get, he has like a couple top fives and things like that, but he's never really been in the mix. It's tough to play armchair psychiatrist, but I mean, the pressure clearly gets to him. You can, you can see it even at the cha- at the open last year. Like he was talking the night before about how much it would mean to him. And he went out and laid a complete fucking egg. And he let Cam Young fucking pass him on the, on, on the leaderboard. Um, but that driver, man, it was so scary at match play. Yeah. So scary. I'm like, I I, like, uh, I don't know. And, Ram, like, you're right, Rom Ram is getting, he's not not getting talked about, but people are talking about him like, well, he's not getting talked about. And everybody's like, hey, I'm just going to go to Rory and Scotty. And yeah. so the only thing that concerns me about Rom is something that I picked up right before API is that his, his misses with his driver are left. And that's where you don't want to be here. And that's the only thing that scares me about him. Like, whatever. you got the stomach bug at TPC, probably ate some, you know, bad tacos at Taco Loo down here. Um, and, oh, man, I don't know. Like, I, I'm with you. And I, I said offline why, like, I got deer in the headlights and didn't didn't bet it this morning while I was waiting for a certain piece of information to come out. But, <laughs> but like, everything, like, I was so dead set. I already knew what I was going to do. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going to go Ram, and I was like, I'll probably do Xander, and maybe I'll take Rose at 75, like, whatever, and, but now I'm just like, fuck, I have no idea what to do, plus I'm having, like, nightmares about Rory. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
2: So, uh, you know, so I, I, think the only, I mean, I agree with everything that's been said here. It's really hard to poke holes in any of these guys. I mean, if anything, it's probably the fact that Rob hasn't been very good off the tee. Uh, he's had his struggles there. Uh, it seems like Scotty a little bit of his putter kind of got a little shaky at batch. I guess that's another nitpick with him. Obviously with the pressure with Rory. I, I guess my question is, um, Ryan, Do you feel the pressure of having to include one of these big three in lineups? Or I, I guess like, is there any, I guess, world of possibility where you just fade this entire section and just try and go, you know, down below.
1: I would say, I mean, look, and I'm, I'm going to exaggerate here a little bit because I, I don't feel like doing math, but these guys are making up like 40% of the win equity in this field, right? 40 to 50%. And I think and yeah. I think that's accurate, you know? Um, yeah. Now, the problem is, right, if you pick wrong, your lineup is kind of shit at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only way that you can get away with it is, like, if the weather rolls in and it's just a shitstorm and very random, then, yeah, like, you could see a more balanced, you know, Spieth, Homa, Cantlay-type lineup getting there. But um, I just – one of these guys, if not two or three of them, will be in the top six on Sunday. Like, Yeah. Like they're
0: just going to be there. So I'll try and get the rest right. You know? Yeah. I think that's right. I mean, I feel like, it was a, It's a good way to couch it, as far as like the weather goes. Like, listen, if yeah. the weather comes in and fucking screws it up, we got a Monday finish. We got guys who don't go off and it screws everything up. Then whatever, anything's in play. But if it if it plays even close to normal, yeah, how does it? How aren't at least two of these guys in the fucking top yeah. five and contending on, on on Sunday? Not only that, like just just DK points. You know what I mean? Like these guys yep. fucking score. So you, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna need them. Okay.
2: I mean, I, I think we kind of self-explain, you know, everything uh, up, up here. Why don't we go to the $9,000 range? And uh, Rhino, I want to ask you a question because, I mean, obviously a lot of talent in this range, uh, yeah. a lot of really good things about a lot of players, but, you know, I, I'm looking at my sheet here. I can probably pick, you know, one flaw at least to anybody. So is there any particular player here that you've identified just a flaw that just is like really, really concerning more so than maybe some other things you see in this range?
1: Yeah, Patrick Cantlay is gutless in majors. Yes! Uh, Love it! Love it! <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think, again, I'm going to lean a little more on on experience, not just in majors, but also here. So I think, again, nitpicking, like guys like Cantlay and Homa who just don't have the track record yet, I'm going to stay away from them uh, probably more than anything. Um, not necessarily golf-related, but, you know, it seems like Cam Smith may have been hurt a little bit. Um, he obviously hasn't been playing that well. I guess, uh, Capper, you may have... That's uh, some more Cam Smith intel, but it just seems like he's not 100. percent So um, I'm probably not going to end up there this week either.
0: That's the rumor. The rumor is, is that he did something, and I mean, obviously, we can't even get injury updates on the PJ tour. Never mind the fucking live tour. So yeah. So I mean, that that I mean, that's just the internet rumors. Who knows? Like, yep. and I'm not going to pretend like I fucking watched a shit ton of live to to see. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. The thing about so let me ask you this about Homer, right? So I I, I was on the same page. As you, as far as like avoiding him because of yeah. he sucks here, um, but he's a different golfer now. And then, if I'm thinking it's shitty fucking weather, like he plays well in bad shitty weather, like so. It's like I'm arguing myself on if I should play because I mean, where, where where's he at with ownership? I mean, he can't. He's he won't be. To he,
1: I mean, he's gonna still be double digits, but he's not gonna be anything, you know. Yeah, Uh, crazy. No, I mean, I think like when I look at these guys, right, like all these guys are obviously very good. Um, I think for this course and really for majors in general, you want somebody who's very well-rounded, which again, he's certainly becoming that, but I think you know, more Xander Schauffele than Max Homa, here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like he just, he hits it a little bit further, a little bit straighter. I trust his short game a little bit more Um, like yes, Homa, you know, he's one and and he makes a lot of putts, but if he's standing over an eight footer for par, I, I don't Trust him the same way that I trust a lot of these other guys.
0: No, that's fair. And I, I listen. I love Xander. Like I'm, I'm waiting for the number to drift a little more. You know what I mean? Like same. whatever. Like yeah. like if I, if I if it moves from 25 to 22, and I don't get the 28 that I'm hoping for, I don't give a shit. I'm still so gonna bet Like yeah. I, I love because Xander at match play mm-hmm. looked good. Like he yeah. looked like. He looked like he had it, and you know, Roy bested him on 18. He actually made a putt, and yeah, but yeah, I love, I like Xander a lot this week. Do you think he's going to be, the, who do you think is going to be the end, end up being the highest known in, in the 9K, other than Speeth. Speeth doesn't count. He's, he's, he's clearly uber uh, job. I feel like
1: nobody's going to talk about it, and then it's going to be Colin Murakawa.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. I, I feel like it
0: should be Patrick Cantley, but I feel like it's going to be Colin Murakawa. Okay. So, with the bad weather narrative Steve We know that we we avoid Mark Allen bad weather what about what about JT what is he is he is he the house cat or the fucking alley cat because he fucking (laughs) melted down that one year when he got rained on and completely made a mess of whatever fucking hole that was at the Masters but he's been playing well in really shitty fucking weather I don't know what to do with JT
2: yeah I mean so I, I looked a little bit in the stats uh, you know, today, as far as what's been really going on with him. I mean, we've kind of talked a little bit about his iron game has been all that sharp where, where it hasn't really been sharp is with his mid to long iron. So like, you know, the last couple of years or so, he's been one of the leaders in that category uh, from about 150 to 225, though. He's really struggling so far this year with that, with that stat. I'm not really sure exactly why that's the case. You know, that's probably why the fact that, you know, we've seen JT have kind of swoons with his putter before, But, I mean, the fact that his longer irons aren't really firing so far this year, you know, I mean, that's kind of a death knell at this place, especially if it's going to play really long, it's going to be really cold, you know, the ball's not going to roll out very far. Um, You know, he's got still some distance off the tee, like, even though it's not as far as what he used to hit, he's still the 11th farthest hitter in driving distance so far this year on PG2 in this field. Um, You know, the fact that his long irons kind of hadn't been firing, I mean, that's kind of concerning, but... You know, I mean, he hasn't had, I haven't heard his name at all. We really talked about, you know, today. Uh, I mean, I think his ownership right now is fairly high. I'm not even really sure if I believe that, you know, as far as just because it just seems like he's got no buzz. Like I, I, like so far this year, he's really got that fourth place finish at Phoenix where, you know, he never really was in the mix. Uh, He was in the mix of API and blew it on Sunday. So I don't know. It's, it's, um, you know, I, I, I want, to kind of buy it, I've been trying to rack my brain today as far as like, all right, where can I buy into a world of you know JT? And I mean, once I saw kind of the log iron numbers haven't really been firing. I don't know. It kind of, kind of spooked me off a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think it should. Um, so when I won my GPP here, it was in 2020 when he was on the team, and it finished uh, and he finished fourth. Right? right, it was his best finish. It's when the course was again super soft. Right, scoring was low. I guess like we're not going to see that this time around. Um, I do think it helps that he has bones on the bag. Uh, they finished eighth last year. Um, certainly cannot overrate that course history. However, I also think that, um, with the added length and the conditions, I think he's going to have to hit driver here more than he would probably like. Like when we see him play his best, he's hitting a lot of three woods off the tees and five woods and hybrids and things like that. Um, he's going to have to hit a lot more drivers here. And I think that could be bad. And he's, he's putting terribly. Um, Oh, that's the, I don't know the how century. you can, how you can hide that. I mean, you have to scramble, you have to putt here and, uh, he's putting as bad as I've ever seen him. putt.
2: yeah, no. I, I think the only other question I have in this range for you, Ryan is, uh, you know, we mentioned Kyle Moore, how maybe he's going to be chalk. I yeah. mean, there's some pretty red flags on him and his profile mm-hmm. this week, as far as what we're expecting about this golf course, you know, we're talking about how you gotta be really long this week. Yeah. I mean, you always got to be really, you know, yeah. long hitters have a lot of fit, you know, uh, advantage at the masters he's by far the shortest in this range I think he's only averaged about 293 off the box this year uh, the short game while it's been improved he's actually positive you know so far since January 1st it's still not really where it needs to be as far as like mm-hmm. a guy who typically does well here and you know the putting has kind of got bad again so I guess is the fact that he's so elite with his long irons is that maybe enough to overcome you know some of these issues, or do you think maybe in this particular Masters, where you know the last couple of years didn't get as much rainfall, or you know, you know, with the rollout of the fairways, you know, that kind of suited to his skill sets. Do you think maybe this type of setup might get him this year?
1: I do, yeah. And again, if if, if he's going to be popular, I, I think it's a very easy stay away because, yeah, again, and I mean we're just guessing on this forecast, but if it is soft and if it's raining, um, I definitely don't think it's going to be the right course setup for him. I no, would agree with that.
2: Okay. All right. Well, uh, why don't we take another break, and then uh, why don't
0: we break down uh, the rest of the tiers? All right. Well, listen, now, like like I said off the jump, man, listen, we're giving away a tailor-made Stealth 2. The contest is completely free to enter, and you have a chance to win a great goddamn driver. The drawing will take place on Sunday, April 8th, so make sure to get in by going to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash driver. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash driver. Okay. All right. Let's go down the $8,000 range. Uh, Real quick. Speed, yes or no? Sorry. I just, I, I want, I need, I need his opinion on it. Like, like, is he a free square? I
1: mean, in, a vacuum, in, in a vacuum, yes. But um, I think like you said, if the Chuck starts going to be Rory Spieth, yeah. right. And I'm probably going to play Rory or Rom, that I'm just not going to be able to not play hit it. No.
2: Okay. All right. Like it. Okay. All right. right. $8,000 range. So, um, you know, we already talked a little bit about Dustin Johnson, Uh I guess where do you, else do you where, where else do you think some of the chalk is going to be down in this range?
0: Jason Day, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I have no idea, but I I feel like Day and Finau have to be popular. Yeah, um, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm also waiting on on that Finau number to drift, and I'm starting to get the feeling like it's not drifting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I think I it's going the other some, way. I did see some people bet the twenty twos today, um, and I was hoping we'd get a three. So, um, and then you had Matsuyama play well last week. Burns yep. just won. The Zalatoris record, Cam Young was good. So, like, I think it's going to be fairly spread here. Um, In terms of guys that that are not going to be owned, um, I don't think Fitz is going to be owned at all. Um, no, no. Even though it's a great price, and honestly, I, I I don't think Dustin Johnson is going to be owned relative to where he should be. Like, if mm. I told you that he was eighty eight hundred <laughs> at the Masters, right. I mean, when he was ninety four hundred and one, he was forty percent owned that week. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, he yes. should be 25% on this week, but he's not going to be yeah. half of that,
0: so...
2: Yeah, no. I mean, that's a great point considering, I mean, Xander's at 9000 bucks. You have Finau at 89, Jason at 87. So, yeah, he's kind of yeah. sandwiched between a lot of really popular names where, you know, maybe some people haven't been really paying attention to what's been going on with Liv. They're like, okay, well, you know, I'm just going to break the tie and play the guys I you know I have seen versus the guy that's been playing basically uh, in a cow pasture for the last uh, two <laughs> months or so. So, uh, I mean, I, I think of Finau and Day, um, I, I, I think, hmm, I think I prefer Finau just because of how good the iron numbers are. I'm a little concerned about how his around-the-green game has kind of been slipping a little bit over the last few terms. Like, that was really rock solid for a while. And up until about, like, maybe about a month ago, I was like, all right, I'm just going to automatically bet Finau. And ever since I kind of saw that around-the-green game kind of, like, slip a little bit, I'm like, ah, you know, do I really want to go there? I think I'm going to make an excuse for him that maybe because he went to Florida and a little bit on, you know, (laughs) Bermuda, maybe that wasn't quite as good for him. So yeah. maybe get him on the rye overseed. Um, maybe he'll do a little better. I mean, you know, he won at Memorial park. They had a lot of tight lies around the green and I know he's can chip very well here. So uh, I guess of the chalky options, I think, uh, I think I like Fina definitely the best
0: uh, of these guys. I, yeah. I like Fina better than day, but like, I'm never a day guy and I hate all the steam and I hate all these assholes on yeah. Twitter who got them at like 120 to one. And they're like touting this fucking ticket. And I'm like, go oh, fuck yourself. I hope you lose um, uh, it, it'll, it'll look good on a fridge one day. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So closing line value, buddy. That's yeah, man, gotta
0: get that fucking CLV for golf outrights. Yep. They, they've already won the tournament based on the, oh, that's right? fucking yes. worse. So. um, this three, Like, I'm 100% out on Will Z. His swing change is clearly fucking with him, and I, I can't stand watching him putt. Anyway, I know he can putt well here, but it's not worth the stress Best of my life. I got enough of it. I don't need to fucking have a Will Z ticket while he's injured going through his swing change, yeah. and he has that insane uh, putting stroke. Burns hasn't got talked about at all. I just don't know if I can get there. He's, like, he's the leverage spot, right? Like, would you agree he's probably the leverage spot here?
1: I mean, yeah, Burns and Fitz will probably be the two lowest zoned. I mean, if there's two things that you need here, you have to keep the ball in play, and you have to be really good with your irons. Nope. And he's been bad at both. Like, even at yeah. the match play, like, it was a lot of putting, you know, yeah. as it sometimes is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I just I don't have any interest yeah, uh, I'm in with Burns you. at this price. Okay. Um, so I mean, Scotty missed the first. Oh. oh,
0: sorry. No, I was just saying, Scotty missed a four-foot bunny to, for Burns to even be able to yep. to, to take it there. Like, Scotty should have buried that. thing was literally four feet away, and he missed it. Well, thank you, Scotty, for not hitting that. Yeah, I know. You I cashed it, too. I... Congratulations. Go okay. for uh, so, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, a guy I'm actually really interested
2: in this week uh, is Cam Young, just because of how, you know, I, I've seen him before on a golf course. They got a lot of rain, a lot of cold temperatures, and he finished very well. That was at TPC Potomac last year. You know, it kind of turned into a bomber's paradise at that point. So, I mean, didn't have a good showing last year at the Masters, but, uh, you know, good showing at Southern Hills, tight lies around the green. There's a lot of Augusta National Cops there. Obviously, good showing at St. Andrews is a good crossover between guys as well at Augusta, guys as well at St. Andrews. And, the fact, he's so long this week, and If it really is a waterlogged golf course, wow. um, I mean, is that going to have an advantage? So, uh, I mean, do you have any concerns at all about the fact that, like, kind of like with Cal Morikawa, struggling a little bit around the green? you know, the putter has been really balky or do you think the fact that just he possesses such an ace in the hole with his distance, you know, do you think that's going to be enough for really like a really another good, like strong major finish?
1: It's tough because, you know, the last thing that you remember is how many birdies he just made at match play, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. but completely different golf course, completely different format. Um, I was impressed at how well he played, you know, at the open championship last year in a, a type of golf course and format that I, I, wouldn't have necessarily thought he played well at correct. I do have some concerns here though. I just think he doesn't have the experience. Um, doesn't strike me as a playing well in, in, in the Southeast type of guy. Um, you know, he's kind of popped up all over the place, but I don't know what's his best finish in Florida or oh. in the Southeast in general. I, feel well, he finished, like, I, th- I think top 10 at Bay Hill. Uh, one. Yeah. he was 23rd at the CJ cup. I just, it just okay. doesn't quite feel right. And I, um, now, again, I could be wrong on the ownership. I feel like he is going to be popular um, yeah, yeah. more than, like, Victor Hovland here, more than uh, Will Zalatoris, probably more than Hideki as well. So I definitely have no problem fading him if the ownership gets up there.
0: So speaking of Vic, uh, you posted a, a funny Twitter, <laughs> I don't believe you, uh, after he came out today and said he was at a practice round and, and everything is working really well around mm-hmm. the green. I don't believe him either, but – he does score well for DraftKings purposes. And he, he, I mean, he's, I mean, he's almost a lock to out, out, outscore his finishing position, right? Like, he, I think he's got a couple top 20s here. Uh, but he scores, he scores in bunches. He's just, I mean, I don't know. For, for D, I like him much better in DK than an outright back. Sure.
1: Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I think he should be focused more on trying to hit more
0: greens and not really work on his short game. <laughs> right? Yeah, that would that would be good. That would... He's, a good he's a good putter, and he, and like he should he should pot well here too. Yeah,
1: I think he's a fine putter, but again, like he could definitely get in some trouble. And I mean, you miss some spots here, and for him, it's an auto bogey, and you can turn some into doubles, right? Yeah. Um, and again, like yeah, he's played okay here, but what's his best finish? Is twenty first in three attempts. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think like, that was you know, as an amateur as well. It was that January Yeah,
1: 1st. I just like I think he'll do better than that maybe, but if he finishes 18th, right? Yeah. I don't him. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Fair yeah,
2: enough. I'm I'm so scarred for seeing him uh on the practice screen or practice bunker <laughs> last year with my dad. I was like, "Who the hell is this bum?" Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> yeah, I, I I think at that moment I said, "I am never betting another guy who can't who doesn't have a short game at this place." Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah as soon as I saw the deep blue numbers on his uh, around the green, I'm like, "You know what?" I'll let somebody have him.
1: Exactly. So,
2: all right. So seven thousand dollars range. Now we're getting to you know a territory where make a break. What's yep. It? Make a break. You got shock. You got contrarian. You got uh, some live guys down here. So I guess why don't we just start? You know, right at the top there. You know. So besides Corey Connors, um, <laughs> where's the where's the shock <laughs> down here?
1: <laughs> um that is yeah all
0: right so let me pull up kind of the names that it, i had had started here it, but it looks like it looks like rose is rose is the second highest owned right now outside of Corey corners
1: yeah that would yeah that would not surprise me so yeah, i mean i think uh, both of them are going to be by far the highest um i think fleetwood is still going to garner yeah. some ownership absolutely um, especially bad weather uh, you, yeah, you get the bad weather. I think Hatton will surprisingly be uh, be owned just because of, of, you know, one short video of him saying he hates
0: this golf course. Um, Listen, <laughs> as somebody who bets Hatton constantly, <laughs> okay, and has lost a shit ton of money on Hatton and loves Hatton. I do. Yeah. I love him. He, is not, he lost a fucking head-to-head matchup against Billy Horschel on yeah. Friday last year because he didn't give a fuck and he wanted to get out of there because the golf course was unfair. I would no, never happen for me here. Never. No, but I think, I, look, if I
1: told you three weeks ago that he was going to be under 8K at the Masters and not very popular, uh, you would have thought I was crazy, right? Everyone was rushing to bet him at like 12 to 1 at uh, Valero. Well, well, those people were stupid. Yeah. They're stupid. Um, <laughs> the only other one here, I'm, I'm, so I guess we could talk about Brooks a little bit. I don't, you know. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be as as popular as maybe our you know our little bubble, bubble thinks. Yeah. Exactly. Um, if he's what seven percent, maybe that feels about right. Yep. I'm very interested in the ownership on Minwoo Lee. Right. This is oh hell yeah. Guy,
0: Let's Go right. Let's Everybody
1: go. has kind of. I've been. I've been watching this guy for half a decade now. But like everyone <laughs> is now on. He finished 14th here last year and yep. probably should have been better. Um, hey, on he the weekend. Up Thursday. Right. Yeah, and and the final round he shot six under on the front, and then court, and then he sort of sputtered out after that. But um, you know, I think it's a good fair price for him. He's not cheap by any means,
0: and there's a lot of really good names around him. But I mean, how good has he been playing? Oh, dude, I fucking I love Minbu. I was actually surprised how high his ownership was. I thought like I, yeah. like just looking today, I mean, he's he's twelve. I was like, God damn it, man! I thought we'd get him at under ten. He won't be twelve. Like, figured, yeah. No, you think he's gonna come down? Yeah. Okay, because he's, I mean, he's right underneath Connors. Brooks will get the bump. Lazy uh, people who don't watch golf anymore will come in and play it. We'll click on uh, Adam Scott and Bryce. And Bryson. <laughs> I mean, they're going to click on Tiger Woods. Oh, they'll click on Tiger Woods? Exactly. Yeah, the, yeah exactly. I didn't uh, think about that. Uh, I might <laughs> click on Tiger Woods too. No, are you really going to play Tiger?
1: I mean, he was so good at Riv. Looked good, played well on a course that he sucks at. I mean, and if the conditions are tough here, and yeah. You don't need to make twenty five birdies.
0: Absolutely, I will play him. You know, and he was long as fuck. What happened? He's definitely on roids, right? Like, what is happening? Well, all of a sudden, he's he out driving big. these
1: guys. He looks big and fit. Look, if the winning score this week is going to be like eight under or nine under, yeah, like yeah, Tiger can finish eighth or tenth very, very easily this week. I hate you so much. Why was I? And I'm well, going to see how I feel that? after this, but I may bet him.
0: You know. <laughs> stop it stop it! we can get so places somebody, who, now or top 10 i was talking i was talking to uh our producer uh was, what day is today is today tuesday yeah Monday. today's tuesday all right so yesterday i was talking to my producer yesterday and he money. was like he's like i'm gonna start taking my uh tiger to to make the cut best i was like dude he's making the cut i was like don't take action from your friends on that you're gonna owe them money he's 100%, 100% making, making the making, cut yeah. yeah 100% making the cut yeah so I, you, you would actually consider betting him outright with with
1: places, right? Or if you would rather bet a top ten or something oh, on him, right? Okay. Like he's so on uh Bet Rivers, if if you can get action there, you can get him at seventy and they're giving seven places. So you can get paid okay. on a top seven. Like can Tiger okay. Woods finish seventh here? Yeah. I think yeah. he can.
0: You know. Okay. All right. Yeah, or even
2: like I bet you can probably wow. get over two to one on like a top twenty for him.
1: Yeah, so, and I mean, and most of these sites boost his made cut this week yeah. too. You could probably get him like even money or something. So, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. you know what I saw that actually was interesting. If we're talking about Tiger Woods props, so yeah. I saw what what's going to happen first if he's make a bogey or a birdie. And Thursday it looks like it's going to be pretty benign, squishy, and really warm too. So, the fact that if he just survived getting a par on number one and then get the birdie on number two there, I can get like oh. plus one thirty on that. I don't hate that. That's at something all. you might be hearing about tomorrow on our. Uh, well, Tiger
1: loves making bogey on the first
0: hole, though. It's, I know,
2: I know he does. He's got, I know he does. he does. He's just got to survive that first hole, though. Yeah. So, so we'll see.
0: So that is fucking. God damn it, Ryan! do it. Five, Join now. I gotta fucking... I know. I will. God damn it. I want the top probably, 10 bet or something. All yeah. right. Why well, don't we shift back to
2: DFS here? So I guess what are some, uh, maybe some uh, lower owned projected guys that uh, mm-hmm. kind of pique your interest this week?
1: Um, yeah. Well, so I think we can go to the live guys now, right? They're yeah, all sort definitely. of uh, bunched in here. Like all of them, same. Okay, <laughs> except <laughs> for Bryson. Like I would not play Bryson, but I mean, no. answer, sure. Uh, he's been okay. You know, one in Saudi hasn't really been that good since, but obviously played really well here in 2020 when uh, DJ won. Uh, Louis always plays well here. Uh, Patrick Reed's been sneaky. Good. I think again, yeah. for Reed, it's going to depend on, on course
0: conditions, you know, it depends on what just Justine lets him do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, if the course is
1: soft and things like that, like probably no Patrick Reed for me. Um, I love Mito again, and I think they're all going to be low owned because who's right below them. It's Kirk Mitchell and Kitty do uh, you think Kiriyama's gonna get ownership? I mean, more than the live guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not as much as I would say Mitchell, I would assume, is the highest owned one
0: there. And then probably Kirk right after him. So. Okay. Cause I was looking forward to hopefully playing a lower owned Kiriyama, especially if it's gonna be bad weather. I
1: think. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna be lower than Mitchell on Kirk. Okay. So, yeah. He plays well in the wind, too. Both of his. Wins over in Europe were uh, sort of coastal, uh, seaside courses, very, very windy. Yep. Um, obviously, Bay Hill was super windy and tough when he won there. So, yep. uh, I could get behind some kittyama here.
2: Yeah, okay. I think I think if I'm like, what I'm kind of targeting down here is guys with some length, guys have been hitting the longer hours pretty well, guys can kind of scramble, and like I mean mm-hmm. Keith Mitchell. Definitely can do that. His proximity numbers and scoring numbers from 152 to 25 look pretty good this year. Same thing with Kitty Yama. Both of these guys are in the positive with around the green. So, yep. uh, I mean, I, that that's kind of like I, I I'm definitely breaking ties between guys who just are bunters out there. Yeah. And guys who just get it out there. So, uh, I mean, even it's it's too bad they're drawing a little bit of ownership, but uh, you know, Keith Mitchell and Kitty Yama are definitely two guys um, I like. And you know, I I don't really mind Reed either. Um, yeah. You know, with some of the rain, it is going to be a little, you know, windy over the weekend too. If this is a situation where guys are missing a lot of greens, I just, I mean, I trust him just getting up and down everywhere. I, I watched a lot, I, uh, you know, suffered through watching live last week just because I <laughs> wanted a little bit of scatter report. He looked pretty good. He got up and down from some pretty gnarly pra- places around uh, uh, some of the really uh, um, poor turf conditions yeah. <laughs> at that place. So I think he's ready. And like, I guess if you want to just play like Narrative Street. I mean, I can see him just being kind of pissed off about what's been going on, and
0: you know, sure. a good finish here. So, what do we, what do we think of Taylor Moore?
1: I mean, debutants. I don't know. I always I know. kind of They're stay away nervous. from them. I know.
0: I know. Uh, uh, and
1: we play a lot of Taylor. I'm sure you guys do too. But you yeah. know, we play a lot of Taylor Moore. Um, yeah. He's just super inconsistent. So I know, I know. he's on my year long fantasy team. There you go. <laughs> I,
0: I think that I think that's well, the right well, format for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. Yeah. To the top. Well, that's not. That's a betting show. Never mind. I'll, I'll skip the question. <laughs> uh,
2: All right. Maybe maybe um, last guy. You got, you got Tom Kim down here, 7,700 bucks. Everybody loved him, and now everybody hates him, it seems like. I mean, yeah. uh, can he do a Zach Johnson impersonation of just bunting his way around Uh, Gus Ashell for a good finish, or do you think even now it's just it's, it's way too long
1: for him? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think so. I mean, he he obviously hasn't been great, but it's not like he's been bad, right? Yeah. Uh, he's taken a little step back from you know winning every other event last year like he was doing. Um, I still believe in him sort of long-term. I think the harder course conditions would help him, even if it's soft. I just think, you know, he's not going to go out there and make 25 birdies this week at all. No. Um, and the added length on on both of the, the back nine par fives, I think will help him because it will kind of force him to lay up and it's going to force others to lay up as well. And um, no. I don't think distance will be quite as important this week. So is he going to win? No. Is he going to top 10? Probably not. But um, I could see him, you know, Probably easily making the top twenty
0: here. Did you see his? Uh, did you see the the skipping video today, mm-hmm. where he completely yeah. completely missed the assignment and uh, shot it at the green <laughs> instead of skipping across the water? <laughs> yes, they all kind of sucked in out. Yeah, it was not great. Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right, I, I think we did a pretty good job with the seven thousand do While we move into uh, the sixes, where uh, you know. Good luck going down here. But listen, there's, there's
0: a couple names I, I Lots I, I, of definitely goodness Definitely good here. plays down here. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of goodness.
2: All right. So I guess why don't we start right, that's you know right at the top with the, I think the question that everybody wants to you know answer from Ryan here. Uh, Ryan Fox or Adrian Maronk, Uh which one are you picking out of those two?
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to throw Gary Woodman. No, no, that's later. About Gary that's Woodland. later, and we,
0: we know you're going to no. bet him.
1: Um, we get, we know. Yeah, I mean, of those two, I guess. Um, I just trust Fox a little bit more. Um, yeah. You know, uh, they both hit the ball a country mile. Uh, Moronk is a slightly better putter, but neither of them are very good. Fox is a much better uh, long iron player and really just irons in general. So I think you know I would just trust him more. Um, I don't love them. Like yeah. I don't know. It's a tough range. I I still want to play Bubba. I probably <laughs> won't. Uh, he's been he's been terrible, right? But he loves this golf course. He hits it far. Um, you know, I could see him just hanging around a little bit this week, but, uh, probably not going to get there, but the one that I really, really like, and I'm, I'm probably going to play quite a bit of this week is Danny Willett. Um, Okay. Mm -hmm. so I think the entire narrative around him this year would be very different if Max Homeland didn't steal his soul in the very first (laughs) event of the year, but I mean, he's been solid all year, both in Europe and here. Should have won that event, right? Still a second, still a very good finish, obviously. Yeah. And been making a lot of cuts, you know, been around the top 25 or 30. And really, really likes this golf course. Obviously, yeah. won here. Um, speed should have won that year, but he played really well here last year. He led for a couple rounds. He was up near the lead. So uh, for 6,600, like, yeah, I like Danny Wilt quite a bit here.
2: Yeah, there's a lot to like about Danny Willett this week. The iron play has been really good. He's excellent around the green. The putter's been working for him. So, yeah, I mean, he doesn't hold a lot of length, but, um, you know, the fact that, you know, if he does miss a green, he can get up and down from here. Uh, that's one of the guys that definitely starred down here, uh, Danny Willett, uh, yep. 6 to
0: 600 bucks. I, I like that a lot. So I like Danny too, and, and I texted you about him last night. So you don't like Schwartzel at all? Who likes Schwartzel? I, mean, I like Schwartzel. Why don't you like Schwartzel? He's fucking top ten here. He's ah. playing good on live. He has a great course. No, history. he's he's not anymore. He, he's old and terrible. I
1: don't know.
2: Yeah, I uh, got him. I, he he. I'm lo- I clip this. He lost ten strokes at
0: at uh, Tucson. <laughs> he lost three at Mayakoba. Coba. Lost two and a half at Oman. Yeah, he's not playing Oman. Good. I've been to Oman. It's impressively hot. Nobody can fucking golf there. It's miserable.
1: Yeah, I like. So I want to catch guys who are like. On on the up and up, like a guy like Kitty right? Who was yeah. nowhere near this level last year. He's nowhere close, yeah. sort of. So I kind of feel the same way about Adam Svensson. Um, okay. He's just a much better golfer than he's ever been. And he's got the skill set where he hits so many fairways and so many iron shots close to the hole, just like you see with Corey Connors here. Like he's also not a great putter, but if but he's you're just, a debutante too, isn't he? Yeah, but if you're hitting every iron close and hitting most of your fairways, like I could see Fenson being the guy who's like, "Oh, Adam Fenson's in fourth going into Sunday." That's weird. Like I could, <laughs> okay. I could completely see that. Um, all right. And then um, I'm going to steal one here. Uh, I think you're going to start to hear a lot about Gordon Sargent this week. Yep.
0: Okay. Yeah. The,
1: I've, already heard, I've already started hearing. So <laughs> all the odds came out. Uh, I think DraftKings had his top 20 at like 16 to one. I missed that one. I, I got a 10 on it, but uh, data golf put their stuff out and and, and had him at like five. <laughs> so <laughs> all of the numbers plummeted. So he is by far the best amateur right now, uh, not just in this field, but in the country, he's got a handful of wins this year, um, hits the ball a country mile. He won the NCAs last year as a freshman at uh, Vanderbilt. Um, he has played this golf course before. So I found that interesting. Um, and i can
0: still uh, get a, I can still get a 16 right now
1: do it where is that i'm doing it right now a local on the top 20 yeah top 20 16 to 1 uh yeah yep. take I'm take that it now <laughs> so a, a lot of sites have him down to 5 or 550 now <laughs> beautiful yeah put yeah put he is very very good um so Great. yes Placing. and he is 6100 which pretty much allows you to do whatever you want like if you want to jam Rory plus Scotty, you can. Or yeah. if you want to do, like, a, you know, Scotty and still get, like, Finau and Xander, like, you can get all three of them if you're playing somebody down
0: here, so. Okay.
1: All
2: uh, right, I think there's only uh, other yeah. one. So, all right, of- so,
0: wait. Wait, I got to ask him about Woodland. I know he wants to talk about Woodland. Let, let him talk about Woodland for two minutes, right. and then we'll all make fun of him on Friday when <laughs> I
1: am, I am off. <laughs> I'm off Woodland this week. Um, obviously, you know there's no issue with the ball striking, as we know, one of the best ball strikers in this field. But he's played this golf course enough times and enough times poorly that I really don't need to see any more than that. Okay, okay. look at you. Oh, Save I am- him for for LACC. I've got a 150 on him there, and uh, <laughs>
0: yes, that'll be better. Well, well, I was just about i was i was about to say I was proud for your restraint, and then you yes. tell me you already have a future. <laughs>
2: Okay. But, um, I, All right, let, let's close out the show with with our the DFS section with a bang. Uh, Taylor Gooch. Let's talk about him for a second. So, look, like yeah. it's kind of hard to figure out what these live guys have been doing because there's stats over there. I mean, the results been kind of solid, not really spectacular, but he's just kind of been hanging around. And when we last got data on him, I mean, he was a good iron player, good around the green, you know, fairly good putter, good putter on bent, and a good finish on, uh, you know, at the Masters last year. You know, um, you know, is that a guy maybe you could be seeing uh using this week?
1: I just hate Taylor Gooch. Uh, oh, <laughs> all right. I just, hate, but yes, he is—he is very, very fairly priced for who he is. Um, and what did he finish? I think I was he fifteenth or fourteenth. 16th. Year? Or, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Like that, yeah. So yeah, and like if he's around the top twenty again, I would not be surprised at all. Um,
0: I just I I think there's more upside with some other guys down here. What about? All right, we're not closing that. We need to ask about scam champ. Scam champ, baby. Oh God.
1: I I forgot that he was in the field because he keeps top twelveing this event somehow. Yeah, it's insane. Um, that was man, that was the worst sweat of my life with that guy. Man, he made <laughs> he made a triple on four, the par three. Yep, and then made a quad on twelve, both on yep. Sunday. Yep. Yeah, nice Sunday he had. Yeah, nice uh, Sunday. But he also made like eight birdies. But. Champ has been so bad. I mean, I think we've seen like one or two decent iron rounds out of him, but like no full event. So uh, I think, I think it ends for him this year.
2: Yeah. So, so said I've been using, I, I like to combine an approach and around the green, uh, yeah. you know, metrics just to see how they're doing. Uh, he's by far the worst in the field, losing 1.3 strokes per round. Hmm. Uh, combined around the green and with the irons. That and, sounds uh, about that, right. Yeah, yeah. That's usually not a recipe for success. Listen, Listen,
0: he was was just as bad coming in last year. I can get five to one for a fucking top twenty, and I'm hundred percent betting. Put no,
1: put more of that on Gordon Sargent, please. (laughs) Listen, they don't have to be mutually
0: exclusive. Yeah, (laughs) uh, because last year I did this. I talked myself out of it in DFS. Like I split. I can't remember what other bum I. Chose So there's no way Cam Champ blows. I don't care what his course record is here or like history is. I ended up splitting it. The other asshole missed the fucking cut and ruined my lineups. Yeah. And the lineups that I have with Champ, if I had just stuck with my guns and stuck all Scam Champ in there, like I would have had a fucking like really good DFS weekend. But no, I was a pussy. Yep. I, was fucking, I diversified. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, Ryan. Well, uh, I mean, we close out the DFS portion of the show. Uh, so have you bet anybody outright this week?
1: Yes, John Rahm, ten to one. That's it so far. Okay, um, who are you, you, look, you looking for? Uh, so I was looking for v, for Finau and Xander. Uh, so hopefully we do get some. I think Xander might drift a little bit. Xander's definitely it, drifting. It sounds like Finau's not going to. Um, and so yeah, I might just bet Tiger. Honestly, uh, <laughs> it's fun. I'll take some places with it. I if I bet him, I don't have to play him in DFS, and I would you know oh, prefer not to. Fair. So
0: yeah. That's fair. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to join you on the outright, but I might. I might do a top. I might do a top ten. You, yeah, you sold, you you sold me a little bit on it. Yeah, do something to root
2: for Tiger. You know, I mean, it's always
1: good to have something like that.
0: Peter shot so. 67
1: at, at Riv, a course that he sucks at. Like that's yeah. something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and you know what that Riviera is not an easy walk either. So I mean, like I I watched Tiger last year. I was at the Master. Like he just looked gassed at the end of it. But the fact that he actually was able to get through four rounds of Riv looked relatively fresh coming out of it. Like. You know, that leg must be feeling a lot better than last year. So I'm not worried about him walking up and down the hills of Augusta National here.
1: So. He probably has a press conference tomorrow, right? I would imagine. I probably I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine his day is tomorrow. So, yeah, we'll get some more information there tomorrow.
2: Okay. All right. Well, Ryan, thank you for joining us on the show. Uh, why don't you tell us where uh, we can find you?
1: Uh, yeah, all over the place. Been doing a lot of pods of late. Um, find me at arbera 427 on Twitter. DMs are always open. And
0: uh, let's have a week, boys. Are you ever going back on Wiley's fucking thing? With his yeah, random, he's, with his he's random... just doing
1: his thing right now. We uh, we have a group chat, so we basically do a pod all day long
0: all together yeah,
1: for ourselves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll share it with the fucking people, man. Wiley solos are funny, but I liked it better when you three guys were on it. Yeah, no, no. We will do it again soon, for sure. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Steve, you got anything else, buddy? No, that's it. Uh, we got Pamela Maldonado of Yahoo Sports coming on tomorrow, so... We'll close out Masters Week with our betting cards. Let's go! Yeah. Other than that, you guys know where to find me on Twitter at Boston underscore Cap or find Steve in the Discord. The, we're giving away a stealth driver. You lazy shits, go! Just go do whatever it is you need to do. It's free. You got to click like three buttons and upload something. It's a fucking stealth driver. Stop <laughs> being lazy. Stop being bad humans. We do this shit for free all the time. Stop being bad humans. Go do what we ask. And go. That's it. Let's go. Masters Week. Let's go.